0: I'm Sina.
1: I'm Danielle. We want to focus on uh, television and movies in particular. Yes. Disclaimer that we are no way film experts. A deep, like, dive. Be quiet. Whoa. I'm yelling. Back me (laughs) up on this one.
0: (laughs) Hey, you're listening to...
1: Two Girls Watch TV. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Two Girls Watch TV. I'm Danielle. And I'm Steena. <laughs> Steena and I had some technical difficulties before we started recording. hmm but, but, um, but like everything else, we've figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> we always figure it out somehow. Somehow, some way, some divine intervention. It, gets, it all gets settled. It all gets done. So do you have a good segue for us today? I don't really know. Do you have an Uncle Frank? Does anybody have an Uncle Frank? I actually don't. It's surprising that we both don't have Uncle Franks. I have
0: cousins, cousin Frankie. But oh, you not... have a
1: cousin Frankie? Oh, maybe I do have an Uncle Frankie on my grandmother's side. Okay, I don't. I don't have an Uncle Frank or a cousin Frank. No Franks in the in my side of the family.
0: Oh, lots of Franks, but you know,
1: not a. <laughs> They're like
0: Frankie. We call him Frankie. Frankie.
1: (laughs) That's if this movie was set in like uh, New Jersey, it would be called Uncle Frankie, not Uncle Frank. Yeah, like Jersey Boys, (laughs) Belleville, New Jersey. (laughs) So, if you couldn't figure it out today, we're doing the movie Uncle Frank.
0: If we didn't say it enough times,
1: (laughs) take a shot every time you hear us say the word Frank today. Frank, 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 Frank. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Set to the song Shots by LMFAO. Frank, 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 Frank. Frank, Frank, Frank. Everybody. <laughs> so Uncle Frank is
0: on Amazon Prime and it's it's rated R but it's like a soft r
1: <laughs> like
0: a lowercase r
1: if you will not right an would you agree r. with that yeah it's definitely not an uppercase r in my humble opinion
0: yeah it's like lowercase italicized it's not like uppercase bold like hello in your face <laughs> exactly you know?
1: this was nominated for best or this is currently nominated for Best TV Movie at the Emmys. If you want to hear our whole spiel about what constitutes a TV movie, go listen to Sylvia's Love episode. We go into detail into it. Sylvia's Love. What did not I say? To be con- Not to be confused with. Sophie's Choice. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I said Sylvia's Love, which also is something that I was doing. Anyway, we can't figure anything out except that Uncle Frank is Uncle Frank. So... I'm ready for your summary.
0: Yes. Frank is a college professor in Manhattan. His niece, who is very intelligent, moves from Creeksville, South Carolina to New York, New York to attend his school when she's of age. The two have a treasured bond that allows for Frank to come out to her. Frank's father passes away suddenly and now he's faced with the option of attending his father's wake slash funeral slash will hearing. In addition to coming out to his entire family in the South in the seventies.
1: Yes. So this movie was written and directed by Alan Ball. Um, I, I, Sometimes I throw this in, sometimes I don't. He's best known for American Beauty, Six Feet Under, and True Blood, which if you watch True Blood like I did, love True Blood, you'll see a lot of characters from True Blood in this, so it makes sense. Also, apparently a lot of characters from Six Feet Under are also in this. Yeah. But our main character is Uncle Plank – oh, Uncle Plank. <laughs> Uncle Frank, played by Paul Bettany, um, We, most commonly, he's known as Vision from the Marvel Universe, but I know him as Geoffrey Chaucer from A Knight's Tale. That was the first thing that came to my mind when I saw him in this role. Do You you remember?
0: Do you remember? Yeah, but, yeah, but you needed to kind of, like, cue me into that. I wouldn't have thought of that on my own. Oh. Wow.
1: Know it immediately. I've also loved the movie A Knight's Tale. Big Heath Ledger fan. R.I.P. Anyway. Um. Uncle Frank is an outcast in his Southern family. He moved out of their one-horse town, Southern town, to New York City so that he can be openly gay. Uh, he is followed by to New York City by his niece, Beth, played by Sophia Lillis. Um, I'm also going to segue us off really quick because I looked up this information and my mind kind of exploded. So Sophia Lillis, she's most commonly known as playing Beverly in the It movies. Have mm-hmm. you so? I had to go on her IMDb page. I see that she is currently filming a movie. Actually, I think it's filming in 2023. A movie called Dungeons and Dragons, Christina. No. And it is written and directed by John Francis Daly, who plays Sam Weir from Freaks and Geeks. And... It was written and directed by Jonathan Goldstein, who is the director of Spider-Man Homecoming and your personal favorite movie, Horrible Bosses. I, let me tell you, it's been a long time. It's been a minute since we talked
0: about Horrible Bosses on this podcast. And I was watching me some Jason Bateman today, and I was like, oh my god, Horrible Bosses. <laughs>
1: So, I just gave you a lot of information very quickly. We'll have to keep an eye out for Dungeons and Dragons. That sounds amazing with the people involved. So, keep it on keep an eye out for that on the horizon. But I
0: I feel like I honestly feel like right now, um, I was taking my
1: first ice skating lesson <laughs> and Danielle is an Olympic speed skater. That's that's what just happened to me. I I knew that I had to share that information with you and I'm sorry to segue our character list, but I just, I needed to get, I needed to, it was boiling over. The pot, the pot, the cup runneth over with information. <laughs> Excellent. So, Beth, played by Sophia Lillis. Uh, she too feels like an outcast in her family, so she bonds with Uncle Frank. Uh, she's a little naive, but finds her voice by the end of this movie. Uh, she's introduced to Uncle Frank's secret boyfriend of like ten years, Wally, played by uh, Peter MacDesey, uh he too is not open to his family about his sexuality. He worries about Frank and is not cool with being kept hidden from the family. Um, the patriarch of their family, uh, Daddy Mac, played by Steven Root, um, he passes away. He's buttoned up, tough Southern man who is not afraid to subtly undercut her- his eldest son because he knows that Frank is gay and openly hates it. Um, his wife is Mama, played by Margot Martindale, who, she's, I feel like she, that actress has been in so much, but I also know her as Nick's mom from New Girl. Oh my god, you're right! Yeah. Yeah, she is so, she, like, plays the stereotypical southern woman, uh, to a T, she's constantly feeding everyone, and she's very emotional, uh, Frank's brother is Mike, played by Steve Zahn. Love Steve Zahn. Uh, He's very similar to Daddy Mac, who is not afraid to give their opinions no matter how it affects others. And then uh, Mike's uh, wife is Kitty, played by Judy Greer, which is pretty funny because she played another character named Kitty, a.k.a. Arrested Development. She plays yep. Kitty. Um, and she's, you know, she's there. She's uh, Beth's mom. So, very stacked actor list on this a lot of people a lot of familiar faces but let's get into our climax so before before you get into the climax I just want to bring up Mm -hmm. because um
0: you already said the thing about um Kitty but so Steven Zahn yes from as Mike do you know this is a fan favorite in my household but you guys don't know that but Danielle knows that okay he is in daddy daycare
1: (laughs) okay so when I think of Steve Zahn I think of First of all, riding in cars with boys. So I guess that really tells you that's a fan favorite in between my mother and I. And then oh, also, even earlier than that, he was in You've Got Mail. He plays um, a George, 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 who works with um, Kathleen Kelly at the shop around the corner. And then it gets closed down and then he goes to work for Fox Books. I actually never saw that movie you've never seen you've got mail no Mm -mm. we're watching you've got mail it's a beautiful beautiful movie I watch it constantly honestly every outfit every time I shop I think I'm shopping as Meg Ryan from you've got mail because her like early 90s outfits are incredible
0: Honestly, maybe February we just dedicate to, like, romance movies and, like, rom-coms.
1: I am down for it. Maybe that's a thing. I am 100% down for it, and we're doing You've Got Mail. Because, honestly, I don't really care about... I mean, the romance between Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks is great, but the seasons in New York City, they just get it right. Fall in New York City, springtime in New York City, winter in New York City. They don't touch on summer, which I'm fine. No one cares about summer in New York City, (laughs) but... Okay,
0: well, but I'm telling you right now, here's the lineup. Love Actually, P.S. I Love You,
1: You've Got Mail. Have not seen any of them. What is P.S. I Love You? A movie. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Thanks for that one. All right. We're we're going on way too much of a tangent right now. Oh, 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 oh.
0: This is the other one. Steven, Steven Root.
1: Steven Root, Daddy Mac. Yeah. He's Milton from Office Space.
0: I've never seen Office Space. Oh, my God. You need to watch that movie. It's hilarious. And if you look at his character and if you look at what he played, so like they don't even belong in the same galaxy.
1: Yeah. um, I also will tell you, I've never seen the movie Daddy Daycare. I've also never seen the movie Horrible Bosses.
0: Oh, my. What are you doing?
1: What are you (laughs) doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Not watching You've Got Mail. What are you doing not watching horrible Danielle you've had more we've done this podcast for two years. <laughs> I think we just need to do the movie horrible bosses we just need to put it on the list. Oh my god okay oh my god
0: okay <laughs> all right I'll stop I'll stop now so you can get into your climax.
1: <laughs> Woo. All right. This is what happens when you put too many like great actors who've been in a lot of shit on in one movie. We just I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> we can't compute. We malfunction. <laughs> All right, so Daddy Mac dies, <laughs> and Uncle Frank and Beth decide to drive down to Creekville. Uh, they are unknowingly accompanied by Wally, even though he's told not to come. On this trip, we understand how mean Daddy Mac was to Frank and how much trauma he caused. When Frank was 16, he fell in love for the first time. Uh, Daddy Mac saw them being intimate and threatened to kill Frank and Sam if this were to continue and said some really hurtful and mean things that no parent should ever say to their child. When we then see in flashbacks that Frank used the same slurs Daddy Mac said to him, to Sam and this caused Sam to commit suicide and Frank never got over it he even like mentioned something about feeling guilty about stuff and you know I think this is the part where he feels guilty uh Beth and Frank arrive at the funeral uh Frank is already on edge and has been drinking which is something that we see he's a recovering alcoholic as the day continues the reading of the will occurs and Daddy Mac intentionally leaves Frank out of the will and basically outs him to his whole entire family. Frank gets distraught and races to the same spot where Sam committed suicide. Beth grabs Wally, and Wally knows exactly where he's gone. I mean, they've been in a relationship for 10 years. I'm sure the story had to have come up in their relationship, so Wally knows exactly where Frank is going. And they make it seem like Frank has taken his own life. Turns out Frank just went for a swim when he arrives back at the motel uh, Beth and Wally convince Frank to return to the family house. And then there is a series of conversations had by Frank and family members. And this is kind of where I handed over. This is where I handed over to you. Is there anything that you've missed? Is there anything that I've missed?
0: No, no. Okay. Um, after he gets, he goes up to each person. He gets an all around acceptance. With the um, like small exception of his brother-in-law, mm-hmm. his sister's brother. Um, who I think is just, like, gonna come around. He's yeah. just like, but this is bad. Yeah, And the sister's like, bruh, chill, yeah. you know? Exactly. <laughs> but also, even um, his aunt, who is like, you know, you're gonna go to hell. But, like, she's accepting the fact... She's more like, I think in her, name her eyes, is like... she's accepting the fact that her nephew's gonna go to hell. But he has a conversation with her, and he says... I know that this is the best that you can do at this time.
1: Yeah. She's like an old, old Southern woman. And it's kind of like, you know. Right. But she didn't like, she didn't denounce him like his father did. Yeah.
0: But she still has like her old school ways. So he kind of came to grips with the fact that he's not going to get much better than that from her at this point. Yeah. So, but. Kind like minor acceptance in its own way, more on Frank's side than on the aunt's side, but Mm -hmm. has, you know, an overwhelmingly surprising acceptance from most of the family. Frank goes outside to his niece Beth. After everyone's outside, Beth narrate Beth's narration takes over through her favorite moment at the barbecues at home with only close family members left, just
1: enjoying each other's company outside. And and end movie, so what is the IMDb rating? It's a 7.3 out of 10, but okay. Metascore, the Metacritic score
0: is like a 58, and the user score is a 7.3. Hmm,
1: interesting. So on Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave this a 77%, and the audience gave it an 84%. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting scores all around. Well, I picked a rating that kind of reflected.
0: First of all, I want to say that on IMDb, there were a lot of high ratings. Okay. Like seven and up. Yeah. Um, the one that I picked was a seven out of 10, mm-hmm. and it's titled Underrated. Okay. Um, how do you say Paul's last name? Is it Bettany or Beatany? Uh, Bettany, I believe. Bettany? Paul Bettany is such an underrated actor. I laughed. I cried great Sunday afternoon post roasty one glass of wine down watch oh yeah and I, I thought what a wonderful description that Danielle will love
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do love it that was it that's a whole rating that's it oh that's short sweet to the point what is mm-hmm. a post roasty though um unless they said post roasty I'm
0: wondering like if that means like after a barbecue or like maybe post is supposed to be pot roast. I don't know. Interesting.
1: I don't know. Whatever. That person seemed like they had a great time and then they watched this movie and had an even better time. Yeah. So I picked a rating. It's two and a half stars out of five. And it seems low, but honestly it's not that bad of a rating. It's not like this person completely destroyed it, but It says, "Oh man, this has all of my favorite tropes: late '60s, early '70s setting, gay English professor, road trip, family tragedy, friendship between a sad man and a kid teen." And yet, I still, I am still feeling so so disappointed. It felt very solid at first. But then at some point, the tone went all over the place. Like, the movie couldn't decide if it was a drama or a comedy, and it didn't really do a good job at combing both of these good job combing both of these interesting also the cliches just bother me so much that there were so many of them and i think i could not overlook them if it weren't for that thing at the end of you have to be true to yourself how can you hide who you are not all is bad though i found a lot of it to be sweet and sad and heartwarming i think i liked that last 20 to 30 minutes The i think i liked the last 20 to 30 minutes the most also, I had no idea Paul Bettany is a decent actor up until now. What is this person doing? Uh, but he really did carry the movie for me. So I think it's a good segue into my highs and lows that I think it's pretty clear I loved the actors in this movie. I think that I, the I acting I agree. I thought they were...
0: Re- and like I said, from seeing them in totally different roles and then seeing them in this movie, mm-hmm. I really have to think that, like... They did such a great job.
1: I agree. The actor who played... I mean, Paul Bettany did a great job. Sophia Lillis did a great job. The actor who played Wally... Um, what's his name? Oh, my God. I put too much information. Uh, Peter McDesey. Uh, I thought he did a really, really great job. I just felt... I felt like the acting was great and that helped me establish strong connections to these characters because I loved the character development in this movie. And mm. I, where I didn't feel that connection in Sylvie's love, I felt the connection here.
0: Well, and then also the lack of character development
1: because the father never changed. Yes, but it was kind of like... He exited and then everyone was able. You were, he exited and you were able to hear everyone else's opinions because his opinion yeah. was like the one that over, overrode everyone else's. So, with his exit, came acceptance from every other character.
0: Yeah. And I, um, I also think that the timing of this was great. I mean, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, this isn't my favorite movie, I would watch it again. Um, but I thought they told a very nice story in about an hour and a half. Nothing yeah. really seemed too far out there. Like yep. no stretches need to be made to tie in loose ends. They did a lot within not a lot of time. Mm-hmm. And they told, I feel like, the whole story. Yeah, I agree. Like I was a little skeptical at first as to how the connection of Sam, the the boyfriend, was going to like connect Mm -hmm. but I feel like having it appear in pieces or flashbacks and like tying it to his alcohol addiction with like a PTSD kind of component Mm -hmm. was like they made it they made that part of the story easy to tell and understand Mm -hmm. and I felt like that worked just worked so well
1: yeah no I agree 100% I didn't feel like any cups of coffee and 20-minute conversations had to be had (laughs) No, and I love Wally. Wally is my favorite. Oh, God, Wally was great. Um, Lowe's, I wish, this is kind of like, this is a stretch of a low, but I wish because it was set in the late 60s, early 70s, they used more of the music from that time period. This movie really had no music at all so i agree and there's i forget what scene it is and i forgot to like write this
0: down but i'm thinking of it now as you're saying this there was one scene where they were chatting in the middle Mm -hmm. of the movie and the music just didn't seem to match the vibe of the scene like the music was almost eerie and they were having like a dramatic conversation and i felt like the eerie music should be like if he's opening a door and he doesn't know what's behind it yeah um So I agree. I think even like the score needed Mm -hmm. to be a little bit more. Um, And then I had to like look for some stuff. Like when he took the, when Frank took the flowers away from his father's grave and he brought it ever so conveniently over to Sam's grave, which was like a hop, skip and a jump away. Yeah. But like, you know, I'm looking at that, at that point I'm just looking for something.
1: I mean, but also if they're in the small town of Creekville, South Carolina, Where the population is very, very small, you can almost immediately think that, you know, not too big of a cemetery to comb through. That's true, too. Yeah. Um, I did have one other low, but I don't know if it was just me or if it was my television. So there's a moment where Wally calls his mom on the phone. Mm Mm-hmm. It was he was speaking Arabic when he was on the phone with her, right? Yes. Did you get subtitles? I didn't get subtitles. No. I wish there were subtitles <laughs> because I have no clue what that phone conversation was. That's true. That is true. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I I didn't know what was wrong with me, if I was glitching or the television was glitching, but I was like This sounds like it's Arabic, but I don't know what's being said right now. I really wish I could know what was being said right now. I think I had a subtitle, but I think I had subtitle settings on on my television
0: and it said speaking Arabic, but then I got nothing else. They didn't like the the actual movie didn't say what it
1: was. What the heck? Can we translate, please?
0: Yeah, agreed. I mean, you could tell by like the emotions on the face that it was probably just like checking in and catching up, but also like. I think it would have been I mean, much,
1: no. yeah, that's, it's kind of just like a throwaway scene, unfortunately. I, I yeah. wish I had known what the dialogue was. I agree. So my expectation for
0: this. Wait, whoa, whoa, um, what'd you eat? Oh. <laughs> Breezing oh. right past what we ate. I just skipped it. Sorry. I actually ended up watching this film in two separate settings. Okay. Settings, settings, whatever. Yeah. I ended up watching half of it before we left for vacation, and then the other half as soon as we got home. (laughs) And so the second half, I had a Chipotle steak salad.
1: Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I have not had Chipotle in so long.
0: What are you doing?
1: I. what are you doing? I mean, I'm avoiding a stomach ache. That's what I'm doing. Oh, God, I walked past a Chipotle and I was like, I haven't had that in a minute. I really want Chipotle, but I just haven't gotten it. I've gotten just like different uh, Mexican places in town that are not a chain, you know? Mm -hmm. Support local businesses. But I do recall us when Chipotle first came out, you and I going to Chipotle and there you would get a burrito so big that they would need to get a second hand and two burrito uh tortillas to wrap it
0: that is true those days
1: are over <laughs> that was some early 20 20- we had were we in our 20s or were we teens? No, I think I was a teenager. Yeah, we were teenagers. That was <laughs> some teenage stuff. We're in our 30s now. We can't be doing that get out of here <laughs> well speaking of mexican food i had enchiladas while watching this enchiladas mm-hmm. <laughs> if you tell me to fold in the cheese one more time i don't know how to fold broken cheese like that <laughs> oh gosh i'm currently nick and i are currently on a rewatch of schitt's creek it was it was time to rewatch it
0: oh i'm watching it with dave now
1: dave's never seen it no dave what are you doing no, but
0: he's enjoying it, which I didn't think was going to happen. And we've also noticed that sometimes when I get drunk, I act a little bit like Alexis. <laughs>
1: so, so there's oh, that. That's funny. <laughs> All right, now time for your expectation versus reality. What did you expect out of this movie? Okay, so as far as that goes, I just,
0: mm, I feel like I, I, I'm I pleasantly surprised that it wasn't what I thought it was going to be. I thought like this entire movie was going to be like a road trippy kind of movie where the whole like climax and problem solution is like major like dialogue and like taking place in the vehicle. That's like the main point of it. And like, I'm glad that it wasn't uh, because I feel like that would have made it very like hallmarky and that's fine for those of you who like hallmarky movies (laughs) But I feel like that's not what this needed. And I just, I don't know. I thought it was really well executed.
1: I I agree. Um, It really, I had low, uh, did I have low expectations? I feel like I go into most movies with low expectations. But this like exceeded my expectations personally. Because I thought that it was really, really good. I got emotionally invested in the characters. And like, I already want to rewatch the movie. Like, I'm ready to go again.
0: Yeah, I, 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 this is definitely one that I think I would do that for yeah. sure.
1: Yeah. Um, did you have an IRL moment? I didn't. I really couldn't find no, one. I did. What was yours? Um, I come from
0: a bloodline of fancy wrappings, so I can relate to Uncle Frank.
1: Ah, uh, you know what? <laughs> uh, you know what? I'll get behind you on that because you know, you know that my mother's obsession with the wire ribbon. The wire of, you know, I make a good bow. You know that it it stems from my grandmother because she worked in retail for so many years and she was a perfectionist. So she brought that down to my mother who had to wrap all the presents, who brought that down to me where we have a lot of wrapping paper and wire ribbon. Wrapping is very, very important. I don't think people understand that when I say I'm an elf,
0: (laughs) it's very it's very close to home because like I wrap Christmas present wrapping is like that's like when people say like oh I paint my nails because it like it's like therapeutic for me that's like wrapping presents I find it like
1: therapeutic but how I know I always save my Christmas wrapping for the night before Christmas so I am up until very very late I usually leave your I leave your oh, house very late and have to wrap presents and I'm just like oh why would I do this to myself or I like get to my parents house early I'm like okay I gotta wrap presents for a little bit of time because I don't want to be up all, all night
0: <laughs> yeah well sometimes I wrap them like four o'clock in the m- I wake up at like four o'clock in the morning on Christmas day and wrap <laughs> all the presents yeah. There My was... mom gets so mad. My mom's like, I don't even want to open them now. They haven't been wrapped that long. I'm like, could you just open them, please? That, and that... God forbid I put anything in a bag.
1: <laughs> Sometimes you anyway. just have to. She's like, you bagged it? Oh. Ugh. <laughs> How dare you? Excuse me?
0: I thought it was what was on the inside that counted. Apparently, Apparently not. not.
1: <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Diet Coke. Yeah. That's fine, and Chipotle. I'll throw Chipotle in there as well. Oh, oh, now we're getting greedy. <laughs> we're watching horrible Posses I wanted Chipotle with the Diet Coke. Let's go. Oh my! Sounds well, like... we can we
0: can make that happen relatively soon. <laughs> um, but that's it. We yep. did it. We did it all. So thank you so much for listening. Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Hey It's Two Girls. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at Class Sixteen. Danielle's on Instagram at Danielle Kobianki. Send us an email with reviews, with suggestions. Just tell us hello, maybe, at twogirlswatchtv at gmail.com, twospell.two. Check out the blog, Beer, Coffee, Donuts, and the YouTube channel, Two Girls Drink Beer. All
1: right, everyone. Enjoy your weekend. Bye. Bye. Bye.